It shouldn't be that hard a question, Ben. <laughs> I'm 18 now. <laughs> How hard did it hit you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 18 now. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And on this episode, we have the return of one Mr. Ben Larg. We certainly do, and we've definitely not had to record this twice, have no, we? No, you definitely turned your microphone on, well, didn't you're you? You're the audio guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben Larg. So I think, I mean, wow, where do we start? Ben has done a lot. Well, yeah, even since he last came on, Nasre, Red Bull. Red Bull, they had a documentary about his life, and he's only yeah. 18, yeah. and getting battered by some adults yeah. uh, which you're going to find about more about shortly yeah. and actually I think Ben might be the first returning guest has I been th- on the show is in a yeah. guest that's been on as a guest yes. and came back as a straight up guest yeah. almost where is he now yeah. but it was only a year and a half ago yeah and what a year and a half <laughs> what a year and a half yeah I know we've had we've had guests that have been on for multiple things but it's been like to do with like either Dom's been on mm. loads of time for like shaping and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that but yeah I think this is the first guest we've had back on but he's done more in the last year and a half than me in my lifetime yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. Fair, yeah. <laughs> so i mean we'll just jump straight Let's into jump it into ben it, yeah. and uh here we go before we get into this episode this episode is sponsored by the cheesy toast shack oh yes you've heard about it more and more and more oh, and yeah. now they're bringing you shows yeah <laughs> cheesy toast shack st andrew's East Sands. Oh, well done. Oh, look at that. I know the lingo and everything now. Honestly, if you ever get a chance to go there, they are probably... I Like Mitch said, I thought, oh, it's a cheese toasty. It's just a cheese toasty. Mm. It is not just a cheese toasty. It's not just a cheese toasty, toasty, is it? No. And uh, you you get... Go Cheese Toasty Shack. You'll get your surfers discount and you'll be blown away and you'll never look back. Yeah. So thanks, Sam and Fam, for... um, Yeah sponsoring this episode i think we just start by uh, saying welcome back to the show one mr ben lark yeah thanks for having me back oh yeah you listened to your uh, last podcast episode as well didn't you that you're on i did not listen to it <laughs> I, I i hate the sound of my own voice so uh, i couldn't i couldn't bear to listen to it I reckon you must be the only person who hasn't listened back to their own episode i reckon everyone that's been on has listened back mitch has listened to his about 50 times he, listen. He, he, he loves himself get, he's trying to get the most listened episode on there. i only exactly. listen to it once a day like, <laughs> yeah, it's only once <laughs> just just every time i get in and out of the car you know <laughs> you say that there. i came into his flat and he's like in there and it says oh the uh, UK surf shows on his Alexa playing the Scottish surfer episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's set to repeat. I oh, honestly do not doubt that for a second. Absolutely that's... not. Well, I tell you what, Ben, we were chatting on the way up here to sunny St Andrews, and we think you might be the first returning guest who's come back on as a guest. As a, a where is he now? Yeah, where is he? <laughs> so that's quite thing. cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure that sure that there will be more. Maybe Uncle Sam when he does his one. Oh, He'll definitely. be back on at some what is, point. What does Uncle well. Sam do? Makes cheesy toast. He makes cheesy toast, doesn't he? He does it <laughs> at really East well. Sands. At East All Sands the surfers beach. eat his cheesy toast. So. We do. Uh, I <laughs> at a discounted price. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually had my first cheese toasty the other day. And as we've got to say, it did not disappoint. What did you think? It was fucking amazing. They're good, eh? <laughs> yeah, really they good. They are good. Yeah, really, it's funny because really I always said when I found about the toasty shack, I was like, oh, I don't pay money for a toasty, I'll make it at home. And then, you know, cold surf, I was like, I'm having one. And then I was like, oh my God, this is a game <laughs> yeah, changer. The, 
there's nothing else that compares. That you no, could come no out, other toasty like it. But you could come out the water and want some, I don't know, like, like quinoa type fancy food. <laughs> the toasties are perfect. Oh, Melted cheese and chorizo. Yes, please. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So when you were on the show before, you were, if I remember right, yeah. you were talking about wanting to surf Nazarene and hadn't surfed these crazy waves. Yeah, I think it was only a couple of weeks after mm. the last podcast that we'd done uh, that I went to Nazareth. Okay. It kind of happened pretty quickly, which yeah. was, I'd never expected it at all. But <laughs> yeah, because weren't, weren't you going to go just to look, first of all? Yeah, I was. I was going to look. That was the plan. <laughs> That's what I was telling my dad anyway. Oh, in <laughs> fairness, is that not how the Mullimore story happened as well? You were yeah, going totally. to look and you weren't allowed to I think the Nazareth one was even more extreme, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Did he pass out? Eh? Did your dad pass out? No, no, he had to stay awake for this. Oh. I think he was. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Marty passes out so much for for given what do you, you know do. You know what? To be positions. fair to him, since I've last been on, since I last on that podcast, he's not passed out. Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's maybe the key. maybe that's cured that, him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's maybe like, come on. So you've you've had a lot going on, I guess, uh, and I guess maybe rather than start at the start, we should maybe start at the now. And what's going on just now with you? Well, just now, unfortunately, I have burst my eardrum. So I've missed the whole big wave season, pretty mm. much. I got picked up by Red Bull, which was a dream come true. Epic. Uh, on the 7th of November. And about a week later, I burst my eardrum. So oh, man. So it was not, uh, not the best. And it's just taken way longer to heal yeah. than what was expected. But... I guess that must be tough for you, like you're kind of there and wanting to just go produce the goods. Oh, I know. And then, did someone else take that away from you or did you just perforate your drummer? Well, yeah, actually, pretty unlucky situation, but I went for a surf on the smallest Nazareth I've ever seen in my life. I paddled out with my normal board, 511, right. um, and then I got out there and there was a group of kind of local bodyboarders. And I was surfing a wee bit to like peek on my own and uh, I caught a right-hander towards them. Mm. And at the end of the wave, uh, a guy dropped in on me and he was shouting and swearing at us. Like, I knew he was a local guy straight away. Yeah. And uh, no, he ended up, he called his mates over and we got in a bit of an argument. And But they ended up like attacking us. And uh, I turned to run and got punched in the ear oh man and uh no burst my eardrum and i've been out for i don't know it must be 11 weeks now oh that's not cool so yeah total gutter i've got another five weeks out of the water i had to get an operation two weeks ago but it's looking up now okay and remember how old are you now i'm it should be that hard a question, Ben. <laughs> I'm 18 now. <laughs> how hard did it hit you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 18 now. And uh, how old were these dudes? They were like 40. I was only 17 at the time as well. There was quite like a few was, of them yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah there was like four, four or five guys. That's it. It, it happened so quickly. I was just like, no clue what was going on. And I'm not an aggressive guy. No, no, not at all, no. I know. I was just... Did you find out? Did you find out who it was and what happened? Yeah, or? I found out who it was, and um, well, you know, the guy Nick von Rupp actually was super nice. He knew the guy, mm. called him up, was just like, "Mate, what, what are you doing? You know, like this is a kid. You've just put him out of the water for the season." But in fairness to the guy, he sent us a huge message apologizing, offered us some like kind of support, and okay, uh, yeah. he, it was like it doesn't justify it. But, Absolutely not. It no. shouldn't be a part you of know, surfing at all. Yeah, totally. Exactly. It's becoming too common in mm. surfing, you know, like 
not just where kind of your top yeah guys in the water you know it's like ability should just, be irrelevant you yeah know? yeah ability is irrelevant mm. but it's funny just like everybody in the water when you paddle out now is giving you the, the death stare sort yeah, of yeah. because they're like <laughs> they all think that they're like cooler than you type of thing right, and i'm okay. just like oh, oh so what, did he nightmare. write you an apology letter he did yeah oh, but i think when you've got nick von rupp who's like yeah, pretty much the biggest there, yeah. like surfing name in portugal mm. calling you you're gonna like Oh, absolutely. You've not got much said, choice, you know? have you? Well, whether, it's good to have that yeah. support, Whether it was from it? the heart or not, I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Well, it, it happened, and I guess it's unfortunate, and you're at where you're at. And how, I'm curious, you know, how, how Red Bull take something like this, just signed you up, and then obviously it's not your fault. Do you know fault. what? They have supported me all the way through it. Yeah. It was only a week after I signed with Red Bull right. that, uh, that it happened, and they paid my surgery, all my flights, wow. my hotels, it's obviously like carried on way further mm. further than it should have, and they've supported me like all the way. Oh, that's amazing! Amazing, you know, it's really what you want from a sponsor. You can oh, yeah, ask yeah, for totally. more, you know. That must put you at ease as well, because yeah. I, I, totally, it makes me feel really yeah. reassured that I've joined a great team. You yeah. know, a yeah. great family. A so good folk. How did that, like the initial then of joining Red Bull, that initial conversation and them getting in contact and you finding out like um, you know must like Red Bull will contact you oh yeah we want to sponsor you like, well, do you know what it was years ago that they contacted us like when I was 14 when I just surfed Mali yeah. it was about probably I don't know maybe six months after right. or something so yeah. I think I was 15 um, and I remember getting that Instagram message and I was so excited that I couldn't even tell my mom and dad for like two days. I was just like, I didn't know how to bring it up. I was just like, they were just like, hey, mate. It was a guy called Ross Barkley who, right. he, I don't think he still works for Red Bull, but he was a lovely guy and okay. he still supports us now. Oh, that's class. But uh, he was working in Red Bull, Red Bull UK and he'd spotted us surfing Molly. He was just like, if you need any support or anything, let me know. Amazing. And uh, about a year or two later, a guy called Harry King got in touch with mm -hmm. me. And he was just like, mate, I'd love to come and meet you at home in Scotland. And we met here in St. Andrews, actually. Yeah, cool. And uh, I just had lunch with him. He was the head of Red Bull Athletes UK. You took him for a toasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was over for a toasty. <laughs> and he was just like, listen... I, we're going to give you as much support as we can just now. You're not on, like, you're not officially on the team yet, yeah, but right. we're going to work towards that. And then that was about, I don't know, 10 months ago. Oh, so right, okay. About, what was it, six months after, I got surprised in Nazare with a. He, he just, he came over. I knew that they were giving us some boards and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. we were out for dinner with Andrew Cotton and, like, harry and another mm. guy called Hugh, and uh he just like handed me the cap oh man and, yeah i was honestly what a like, dream yeah yeah i know what a dream but no context true. just gave you the cap yeah, and just that, gave me the cap really i knew cool. i was like oh this is amazing i was looking at the cap before and it's not some yeah, cap yeah. you pick up on a holiday shop like that's, <laughs> that's a genuine red bull one yeah, yeah <laughs> well. well i think so that 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 initial dm i guess from red bull you know way back in that period was that when you were injured before was that it was when that i was injured yeah so it was when i'd broken my foot so i told him i was out the water and mm. he was obviously like well 
yeah. there's nothing that we could really do too much for you okay. just now, you know, because he was mm. he was just kind of scouting us out. But yeah. he was like, if you just like want help, like preparing your jet ski or something, for oh, getting yeah, it cool. back in the water, we'll buy you a sled or like. <laughs> I mean, that's epic. Yeah, it was, so it was that, nice. that was about yeah, that must have been about the same time we were chatting on the beach when I sort of found out because I thought you wanted to continue with sort of regular competition surfing if you want to call it that I was so shocked to hear you say what it was you wanted to do and you started going on about I want to surf Nazare yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. expect that conversation at all well yeah we, I don't know I just kind of since I was young eh, like nine years old I'd always be watching footage of big waves yeah. and I guess it just kind of as I went on in competitions I got too competitive for us I was just like ah oh, I don't know if I can it's not for Keep everyone, doing this, is it? You know, it's not for me. I'm, I'm not super competitive. I yeah. was just like, I'm just keen to do something else. And I love big sure. waves. And I just started focusing on that. And so I guess going back to actually then going out, getting out to Nazare, looking at surfing it, looking at the area, going out on the skis and stuff. What's kind of your process there? What's the... I get you don't just go surf so, Nazare, do you? Well, on that, on that same thing, how did, the, how did it happen, the story of you dropping into your first wave on Nazare when you're supposed to be... So, looking <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it was like well nick took me and i knew i was going to go surf actually but i was leaving here and my dad almost like never woke me up for the flight because he was so <laughs> nervous to, to yeah, like yeah, yeah. he was just like i'm not gonna wake him up and i remember getting up in the morning i had to set, set my alarm and i remember getting up being like, right, let's go. And he was like, nah, just sleep in. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> let's go. So, but no, we, uh, I flew over to Portugal. Nick picked me up in Lisbon. I stayed with him for a couple of weeks. And yeah, he took me to Nazareth. I remember heading out. He had two brand new jet skis, which I was just like, I wasn't even nervous because I was so like hyped up about yeah, these two sure, jet skis. Yeah. I'm like, a total motorhead and i was just like oh my god i cannot wait to get rip on this thing but then by the time we got out there i hadn't really processed it properly and he was just like right jump on the rope and i was like okay cool and we just told the told the first wave and uh, had you done it. towing before that yeah yeah i had I'd okay i'd done a little bit i bought a jet ski this summer before and uh, I'd been practicing all summer with my mate max right okay and what's that feeling that first time you go because like I know you've done big waves and stuff like that before, but like this is the wave that's known to like be the biggest on the planet. And what is that feeling the first time you drop into that first like your first toe <laughs> into Nazareth? What what's going through your head? This is the question that I get asked the most, and I've no idea how to answer it. Every <laughs> yeah. single time, I'm just like, there's I, I don't know, there's no like words that I can describe it with. Yeah, it's just right. like the what? best. What about if you explain the thought process of going down one of those waves? That you're not thinking at all. You're just like hoping. You're just totally (laughs) like praying. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly. You're just like I don't know. Pure adrenaline in the moment. It just feel. It feels what you'd imagine flying to feel like. You're just going so fast. I I know. Just pure concentration. Had you surfed like comparing that to Mullamore? in the speed of the wave and the speed you go down it. Because I think Nazareth is more of a, a sort of a, a, a sloping wave, isn't it? Yeah. It's not necessarily throwing and barreling. Nazareth is definitely like the fastest wave going. Like you, I think they guys speed must tests? hit like, no, they don't do speed tests, but I'm guessing that they're hitting like 
I don't know, 40, that's not, yeah. 50 mile an hour maybe, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I can't I'm not sure. About that. Well, that first wave then at Nazare, what sort of size was your first wave that you surfed there? The first one, the very first one was about probably 25 foot. Ah, so just a small start. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, a, just a, just a little, little baby Nazare. Baby Nazare, yeah. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, I think I got about a 40 footer, but, that's and then, no, so I, that was the the only day we surfed, and then we went like Nick took us around loads of different places yeah. in Portugal. We went to the cave and like, oh, cool. yeah, we went all around Sintra. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was and, a great trip. And then I think the last time I saw you was at the wave, and I think I think it was your dad actually showed me a video of you wiping out at Nazare. Yeah, so that was when I went back in February. So oh, you've mastered, I've mastered Nazare yeah. now. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. It's, Nazareth is easy <laughs> and then <laughs> went back it was a lot bigger and I got totally worked like I yeah I went out with my mate one day and yeah it was it was huge what's that what what's that feeling you love that it, yeah. feeling though don't you that's the thing I quite enjoy it it's it's it just doesn't make sense that one me. was a little less enjoyable I'm not gonna lie <laughs> then I was like I remember falling and I fell onto my back right and I was looking up and I could see like the, the lip of the wave coming down and I was like I think I'm going to punch through the back of this I yeah. think I'm going to make it and then all of a sudden I just got like sucked right <laughs> over the falls uh-huh. and it felt my vest got ripped off my back like uh, yeah which I think any any anybody that surfs at any level but they've got a bit of experience whether they realize it or not they probably know how to wipe out like that instinctive survival thing. So in the moment, somebody would know where to dive, where to punch through and stuff. Mm. But knowing you're going to wipe out some on a wave like that, how do you wipe out safely? Like, because it's not just a case of ditching, is it? You you can on some of the waves in Nazare, but on that wave there was just like the rib. There was a rib that sent me flying, and I ju- it just came out of nowhere. It was mm. moving so fast up the wave, I couldn't even see it. You know, it was, right. And then by the time I'd hit it, it was just, I don't know, it was more, more <laughs> luck. I, well, it wasn't luck, actually, because I pretty much fell in the worst place possible. But it's it was just curve. luck that I never got hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what's the um, sort of equipment you're riding? Um, so I got a nine kilo Dylan Shapes okay. tow board. Um, that's, that's my first tow board that I've ever had. And right. then I got a seven kilo one and a six kilo one and so, weight I, I presume weight is that is heavier better for winds and keeping the board on the on the water and yeah. contact yeah so like up to like i don't know 20 feet we paddle at nazare and then okay. anything past that it gets pretty tricky to paddle right it's just like the wave's just not a paddle wave really yeah. but um so then we go to like uh four to six kilo tow board depending okay. on how bumpy it is yeah. and then anything past like 40 foot you're on like nine up to 15 kilos 40 foot. it's, it's yeah. so casual yeah. anything about 40 foot and do you feel the difference in the weight as the weight increases on the boards do you feel do you know react? what you don't even notice no you, it feels like a normal board because see when you're hitting all the bumps and you're going that fast mm-hmm. it's like i don't know it, it feels weightless the board yeah right do you ever get like nasray days when it's like you know, like you get here, like you get like a three foot and it's glassy or something like that. Do you, does Nazare ever get like that where it's like it's really smooth? It's not like super bumpy because every time I've seen it, it just looks gnarly. It's really, it's a really rare occasion. Like it's normally the start of the season, like kind of 
early season, like November time, okay. if it gets like that. Yeah. But there is some days every now and again, which are like the best days ever, you know? Yeah, right. But um, most of the time, it's just mental chop. But yeah. you just got to work around it. We just go out. And do you, do you remember your waves? I know, like, I mean, I'm not trying to compare my surfing what I surf to yours. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> At all, but no. But you know when you surf, and you, even if you're good at a bad session, but you know you might have had a good wave within there or whatever. But even in that rubbish wave I might have had, but it's relative, like, I don't remember what I've done on it. Like, I might in the minute remember that was a great wave, but I don't really remember what happened. Uh, I don't know, actually. It does happen pretty quickly, and you're more enjoying the moment, and then afterwards you don't really remember too much of what's happened. You only remember the ones that, like, really stand out, like yeah, if yeah. you're in a barrel or something, and you remember the vision, <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. But. <laughs> I'm also curious about, like, you know, I, I feel for me as an outsider looking in to big wave surfing, especially Nazare. It, for years, it's more been about catching the wave and hanging the fuck on, just making the wave, making the drop and, and getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that was it. And then somebody like Kai Lenny turns up on a foil or something and does an air off the lip. And you're sort of like, well, I've just mastered Nazare. And then somebody's pushed the boundary so high. Because like, now people yeah. are actually surfing the wave. Yeah, that's it. When you see like Lucas Trimble or Kai Lenny like dropping to the bottom of a sixty foot and then just going straight back to the <laughs> yeah. top of it and like hacking a carve, you're like, Cheers. man, how am I ever going to get to that <laughs> level? But yeah. <laughs> you're, but yeah, you do progress slowly. You know, like I I can't do that on a sixty foot. I'm nowhere near it. But maybe in a few years or something mm. when I'm Kai or Lucas is there, yeah, right. be able to. But you just got practice and mm. but it's mental to think. Like those guys are so on top of their equipment. Like Absolutely, yeah. practice there. Well, Trimbo practices there every time they're swell. He lives you know? out there, like, does he? He does in wintertime, pretty okay. much. Do you ever get um, starstruck by people you meet out there, or you you, t- you strike me as the kind of guy that's pretty much like, yeah, whatever, whoever. It doesn't matter. We're surfing. That's uh, it. N- not really. Nah, all the guys when you meet them, they're so normal that mm. it's yeah. like. Like, when I met Trimble for the first time... Actually, when I met Trimble for the first time, I surfed the biggest wave of my life. He, <laughs> he came up to me on the Red Bull ski last February, and uh, he was like that. I, it was, like, towards the end of the day, like, heaviest day of the season. They they were all, like, packing up. And he saw that I'd been sitting there for ages. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, do you want to catch a wave? And I was like that oh no, I'm so not ready for this. But how often is it going to be that Lucas Trumbull comes up to you, yeah. you know, and asks you if you want to tow Nazare? So I went for it and then that was the first time I met him. So I didn't really get time to think I about if I was starstruck or not, yeah. but I, I probably was. I, I love was. the fact that you knew you weren't ready and it wasn't like some little wave. And he's like, do you want to go? <laughs> in, a, in a minute, you're just like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and yeah, I was just like, oh, you just got to risk it for back the biscuit. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You've obviously, you know, that, that community, you've clearly gone into it and obviously through Nick Von Rupp and just, you guys just hit it off, didn't you, pretty quickly? Yeah, like when Nick came to Scotland, he just, he had a great time and we we filmed his uh, kind of wee episode and it was just, he was just a great laugh, you know, yeah. he, he invited us out to Nazare and yeah, I'd, I'd love to have him back in Scotland. It's been a while since I've seen him actually, so oh, okay. it's... Uh, but he's uh, had a great season this season, like off to Hawaii to do the 
the Eddie contest. He's something else, like yeah. he has something he's else. A, yeah, he's and not. he was somebody that just came out of nowhere as well. He just landed totally, on the yeah. scene and exploded. I know he was. He's honestly an amazing surfer, but uh, and a great role model as well. Such mm. a nice guy. Yeah, but yeah. Surf with anyone else good in Scotland? Hey, <laughs> brought anyone else up good to Scotland? Anyone else good surfers? Nathan Florence. I was going to say. Oh, mate, bro. forgot about him. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Nathan, forgot about you. <laughs> he absolutely charged. Uh, honestly, like, the, I'd never seen surfing like it in my life. Not, that s- spot. not slab surfing anyway. Like, mm. he just, yeah. he found an entry into every single wave that we went yeah. to. And, like, up there in Thurzo is the hardest wave I've ever paddled in my life. Well, it's I mean, so before difficult. we even get into that wave, even the entry to the water for there, yeah. you couldn't take a ski, could you? Because it was like a what? three, four mile launch. Do you know? No, no. We took a ski the first time that I went with Nick. And uh, it's actually, it's a great wave for towing. To paddle it is a nightmare, but Nathan made it look easy. Uh, the, the foam on that water as well. I think Nathan's, I saw, I saw the, all the videos of it. Yeah, I think yeah. he thought he was genuinely scared. Yeah, yeah. The on like, the paddle out, the foam was like, I don't know, it was probably a meter. Yeah. We were paddling through the foam, but mm. actually, I just jumped into it, not even thinking. I was just like, oh, it's fine. I'll just hold my breath until <laughs> we get past sketchy. it. And then it was just like super rippy. Like, I couldn't breathe. I was trying to like poke my head through <laughs> just the surface. Like that. Yeah, welcome to Scotland, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> just like jumped in. The, funny, the funniest thing was actually, we'd been <laughs> for like half an hour before Nathan rocked up. All right. And, uh, there was like bombs coming through it. I was like, there's no way we are going to manage to pass. I was like, there's no way we're going to be able to tow this. I had the jet ski and right. I was like, this just looks too mental. And then Nathan rocked up, had a quick chat, saw one like, not not a set wave at all. It was like the littlest wave that I came <laughs> yeah. through all day. And he was just like, right, this looks sick. Uh, let's get sued. And I was like, wait, let's wait on a set. And then he was just like off straight to the car came back down with his board and just saw like a huge set come through and he was like oh i never <laughs> never saw ones like that but by that time it was too late yeah. he dragged me into it with him and we were going for it so oh well, you must learn a lot from people like that as well and like you say like yeah. just the way because i think with, with these really good high level surfers it's not just about their technical ability to surf reading the waves reading swell and just That's that it. understanding like, in the moment if People could position where, like, Nathan Florence could. Maybe, like, most surfers could get into those waves. But, like, yeah. I've never seen, like, anybody read waves like him. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's like, like, a, a complete like, when, understanding. like, Nick even went, like, and went to... It was years ago, eh? Yeah. But he said that it was the hardest wave he'd ever played. Right, okay. He was, like, he could barely make one. But when you see Nathan there that day it was incredible that's special yeah but uh, i was i was struggling i like couldn't find the entry anywhere i even though that you know you you were still there and you still took off on a few didn't you yeah i still i got a couple but uh no mental ones like like nathan we weren't even taking the sets you know not even nathan yeah, okay, was taking yeah. the sets but he, the ones he was taking were still like 10 footers <laughs> and like <laughs> 90 degree drops was, was, was there anyone else out there that day no, just just us. Yeah, the cameraman tried to paddle out. Sam, S- Sam Howard. Sam, yeah, 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 Sam's going to be on as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy, Sam. But um, no, he he tried to paddle out, but then paddling through that foam, I think nah, he thought would... he was going to die. And yeah, that's not cool. You wouldn't want to be. That's but not he was gutted. Be. Like his 
he had a total nightmare that day. Housing flooded and like... Oh, no. Uh, it was I got her, but... Do you know what? Those boys, Sam and Antoine, turned around a great head at uh, me mm. and Nathan. So yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a cool. really good. A good way actually. to tell a story. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering, in my head as well, Like it clearly doesn't work like that because waves are different. But I guess from a general perspective, I sort of think, man, if you can surf a 90-foot wave at Nazare, that means you can surf anything. But actually, it doesn't work like that, does it? At all. Like, no. Especially like Pete mentioned before, when we saw you last time at the wave, I think you'd just come back from your, that would have been the second session, is that right, at Nazare? When uh, you'd, yeah. Yeah, I and then so. you were just getting smoked on the Advance Plus, like in like a two and a half, three foot wave at the wave. I know, totally. <laughs> that takeoff, it wasn't that one, it was the barrel setting. Right. It was so difficult, but I think everybody was finding it pretty hard. Right, okay. Even, <laughs> I think I saw Lucas Skinner struggling and I realised, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not the only one yeah, that's, okay. <laughs> that's struggling on this. But that, but, uh, that's the difference, that isn't laugh. it? In different waves, like you've just come back from surfing what is potentially the biggest wave in the world. And then you're going on to like a two or three foot wave, and you're like, what, "Why isn't this all working?" That, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. This is well, yeah, same as yesterday, isn't it? I had a mm. nightmare surf yesterday, and I didn't even catch a wave. Like uh, the whole session, it was a complete nightmare. But you have other days, and you don't think you're going to be able to, or you do think you're going to be able to, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. just. Yeah. And what's now? So, what's the biggest you've ridden out, Nazare? Uh yeah, Nazare probably. Well, do you know? Oh, I don't know, sixty feet, Jesus. sixty-five. Feet. I suppose there's got to be a point. I mean, for me, it's probably eight foot. Once it's above that, it's just big. It doesn't really matter how big it is, other than the fact that I guess it's a Guinness Book of Record moment if you get that big. But is that the well, case? If somebody said to you it's forty foot, or they said it's forty-five or fifty, does that even matter? Because it's so big. It's not like uh, I don't know. I used to think about it more, but now I'm not. As you just, just think of it as a wave. Just go for it. But Whoa. then I do think, like, when you see Sebastian Studer's wave, mm-hmm. that 86 footer, that was, like, a different level. That's the biggest wave in the world that if anybody's you, ever caught. And you look at it like, oh, my God, that thing, like, how could you survive if you fell on that wave? Yeah, like, yeah. there's no way. These, like, the ones that are 40 to 60 feet are, like, they're trying to kill you it's like that 86 footer it's got yeah. it's have you, have you been there when it's been that big yeah yeah I have but it's mental I actually I went out and that was the day that Chimbo told me onto that like it was okay, about yeah. a 60 foot wave but yeah the ones that they were going for were insane like how good's the um the the rescue equipment is and what you're wearing the, the pool vests and the life vests and stuff it's all like yeah it's good I mean, have you ever pulled the tabs and it's not surfaced you? Um, no, never. I, I wear a company called Blue Soup mm-hmm. they, that make vests and they make yeah great great life vests. Okay. Uh, and the guy there, Mark, he's a super, super lovely guy. Right, okay. But uh, no, they, they've always got me to the top. Like, it's... It doesn't like happen straight away. Like everybody thinks, like you just pull the vest and, and you pop go. up, yeah. but it, you're still under the water, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's always like maybe like only fifteen to twenty five seconds, yeah, okay. and then you pop up <laughs> after that. <laughs> only fifteen to twenty five seconds. That's a full on. That's I'm never surfing again after a fifteen second hold down. There. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah. and then, well, yeah. but no, they always. I've. It's always. Took me to the surface anyway. I Watch guess it's, cool. it's actually like it broke one time as well. Like the back of it broke because 
I accidentally pulled two of the inflation things at one time. <laughs> right. And then, like, it kind of busted at the back, but it, like, still, it still brought me up, which like, is I did it. amazing. It, it doesn't just bring you up, it keeps taking you. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Another 60 foot. I know. Lucky it didn't put helium in I it. I guess that, that trust in the equipment, though, makes you able to, you know, if you're not thinking about the safety aspect so much, yeah. you can just concentrate on surfing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Totally. That's you, it. You just, you got to just rely on your equipment, mm, test yeah. it, and when guys, like, they're they're still perfecting like the yeah, best yeah, yeah. now, you know, and upgrading it every every year, you know. I remember my mate telling me he, he's a big wave surfer in, in the UK, and he got his first inflation vest, and he tried it on in the shower, but somehow his his arm was on the inside of the vest. I don't know what he was doing, but then he pulled one of the tabs, and obviously it gets does it get tight when yeah, you yeah, pull yeah, it. It, it got tight, really yeah, tight, yeah. and he couldn't get his hand out. But <laughs> he was in the shower in this room he was in in this block. And he was trying to fight his way out to shout for help. <laughs> he said he was there for about an hour and he couldn't get out of it. Oh, <laughs> I could only imagine tr- trying to like squeeze through the door with an <laughs> inflation vest on. How much no. I have it? had, uh, I've heard of freak accidents like where there is one thing. If you go too deep, they don't pull anymore. Like it's right. like the compression's too much, oh, too right, much right. and they just don't inflate. Okay. Um, so I've not had that happen yet, luckily, but it does happen. Like it can be common. How much well, harder do you find it to? It's super restrictive wearing it, or I guess you just get used to it. Like no, tra- no, no, they're not restrictive. Oh, they're not. Like the the new ones from Blue Soup. I think maybe a few of the other models are like. Yeah. But uh, no, I've never found it that restrictive oh, at all. You know. So, so, I was going to say like, so you know when. You probably don't get it, so I'll ask you. (laughs) (laughs) But you know when you paddle into a wave and it's big and you go, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, when you look down. You sort of look down and you go, no, I'm not going on that. If you're being towed into a wave and you look down and think, oh, no, 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 Uh you're still going anyway. No, but you're already on your feet. There's like a pretty fine line. It's like there's definitely only like one or two seconds that maybe not even two like so like, one second no, no, where it's like the decision like I can pull off now or it's full yeah. commitment to this but that's it, that's the difference though because you're already on your feet and you've still got the rope so you like you said you could pull off but I guess f- my issue with that exact same question would be it's not the fact that it's steep it's the fact that I've still got to worry about popping up yeah and then I'm not yeah. sure what I'm going to be do you know what is the thing is you always commit in Nazareth because mm you could pull off the back of a 50 footer and behind you there's That's a 100 footer and then it's like <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's just like you gotta go you're, yeah. at, you're well, out there to go it is in like surfing smaller waves as well hesitation's always hesitation. a thing that totally. does you it's, isn't it's it? hesitation yeah. That's it. as long as you don't hesitate so I, I don't even uh, think about it yeah that's what I was going to say because you're going like no 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 like you don't want to do it <laughs> no, you're no, like, no 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 <laughs> no 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 <laughs> going over you go no no and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I'm going anyway. And you're, you're, yeah. you're it's, I suppose you're moving so fast, that bit of, I don't want to go, is gone and you're going anyway. Totally, yeah. yeah. And when you're on the rope and the driver puts you, you kind of feel, when he's putting you on the wave, whoever drives, you know, yeah. normally it's my mate Max or like Sergio or Nick okay. or Chimbo. And when guys like Chimbo are towing you on and you pull off the wave, you're, you know, it's embarrassing. You don't oh, want to right. okay. pull off. Yeah, yeah right. And so who is it the driver that tends to make the decision as to what waves you're going on? Always makes the decision. The yeah. drive, right, okay. 
Uh, always. There's a lot of trust there between the yeah, two. Loads of trust. Yeah. More trust to pick you up if you fall. I think, but you know, I'm sure everyone listening and seeing the videos of these insane rescues that happen at Nazareth, yeah. and there's so much trust and professionalism. You, yeah, I was going to ask one of those things about rescues. When you see the rescues at Nazareth, and then like the skis going in, and there's so much like foam and everything coming over the top of you being pulled on the back of it, how do you breathe in that? Because, like, you can't, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you pop up and you you like, there's so much white water around you and you're just like in such a daze you're not even kind of thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Next minute, like your your driver's there with his arm out ready to pull you onto the sled. Have yeah. you, have you had like one? That, to be honest, like after coming up, that feels all that foam and stuff feels brilliant. That's but like, like yeah, but that's but the best bit of the wipeout, you know. That feeling of like even in like if you're in big surf, say you're in like eight ten foot surf out in the sea, and that white water hits you with such power. Like, I just can't even imagine the power of it coming off of, like, a 60-foot wave and, like, just engulfing you. As, like, you see in the videos of people being pulled away and the white water's, like, coming over them and they're, like, they're being, pulled, they're being towed away on the ski. Yeah. And they're in it for, like, well, it looks like minutes and they're just, like, like totally submerged. I'm thinking, you've just been under for, like, <laughs> four minutes and now you're, like, three minutes, like, straight yeah, away into yeah. another three minute of, like, white there water going some, over you. like, amazing ski drivers. It's a real skill, eh, to be, like, uh, to be good at rescuing folk is amazing. Like, What's there's some, some guys that, like, can't do it and then there's other guys who are just, like, amazing. I, I guess it's a testing ground and if you can't, you're getting called out quick, I presume. Yeah, but it's not like you're getting called out quick. You kind of, you, like, I don't know, some guys just have a skill for, yeah. like, driving, like, Sergio Cosmo is pretty much one of the top drivers at Nazare. Okay. And uh, he used to be a rally driver, drives motocross, like, you know, and then he's got the surfing experience to go with yeah, it. Sure, and, like, yeah. the the combined skills are just incredible, you know. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he picks you up so much faster than anybody else. Okay, that's the one you want. And then you got, yeah. like, Trimbo, who's had, like, years of experience, like, totally crazy on the jet ski as well. Like, he's yeah. psycho, but you know he's going to pick you up yeah, right? yeah and then i got great other friends my mate max miller cooley he's i i don't think he's ever missed us on a rescue oh, amazing so. what and um, then like nick and all, all the guys you know like yeah, everybody okay. that you see driving the skis in the video whether they get wiped out or not it's like they're all super experienced the jet ski wipeouts are savage as well but <laughs> they're, they're on the it happens like yeah. almost every day as well right, okay. like it's like three skis will be on the beach every day mm-hmm. yeah. so. and um, I'm curious about your training like obviously you must be doing sort of physical training I presume you do breath work this winter I'm not going to lie I've not been doing a lot of training at all <laughs> okay. I've just uh, been out of the water I've not kind of found the motivation to be doing it you know it's mm-hmm. kind of hard when you've got like no kind of no target you know that yeah, it's right, just okay. I know that the season's going to be over before I get back in the water so I just got to train all the way through summer again and yeah, then I've been training with a guy called Ben Jenkins at Lift Coaching. Yeah, yeah, I know Ben, yeah. And he's a lovely guy, and he's always pushing us to train. Ben. And I'm actually just starting back after the operation with my ear now. Yeah, okay. So kind of getting back to it after a good few weeks. Ben but likes to uh, steal surfboards off people <laughs> whilst you're riding them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, did you not see the video? No, no, well, I me, never me, saw Ben it. and Alan were all surfing down in Cornwall. And uh, I think Ben was surfing finless. He was just messing about. 
And he, uh, I, we were all messing about. I dropped in on him purposely. And it's all on the GoPro. And he caught me up and literally grabbed my rail and flipped me straight off the board. <laughs> but then he grabbed the board. <laughs> oh, my God. With him, but that I was is such a laugh. Just dragging you, yeah. dragging <laughs> you along much, by yeah. the leash. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the sequence on the GoPro is amazing as well. I'll teach you for dropping. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it. yeah. So He's a really nice guy. I mean, like, um, like funded Nazari. Like how how do you do that? Is that through like Red Bull or is it through different sponsors or is it self funded or what? How do you do it? Well, now it's through kind of Red Bull and O'Neill and mm-hmm. well, that's you know it's nice that I finally got picked up by Absolutely. like a good good enough sponsor to keep us afloat. You know, which is it's cool. It was I'm not like I'm not you, driving right? around in a Ferrari or anything, but it's like <laughs> you know it's nice to like kind of just you can be completely focused on yeah. just surfing yeah yeah, yeah. totally um, unfortunately not this year but <laughs> next year <laughs> well for um, anyone else like, listening you know Ben's still humble he was in here empty in bins when yeah. we turned up <laughs> <laughs> he's still totally. Ben from the block I still I still work for Uncle Sam every now and Keeping again real. What, he normally Sam, drags us in to work for a few weeks and <laughs> Well, earn a little bit of extra cash where's, oh, where's Uncle Sam work or have I don't think we've mentioned so it before so we're in ugh, oh the the Toasty Shack that's right Mitch Mitch hasn't mentioned it before I don't think yeah, yeah. no never never, never. Uh, we're in the other one though at the we're minute in, we're in the Duke yeah this is the new kind of this is the classy cheesy it's like toast the high shack. end version this is at West Sands this is West Sands <laughs> this is where all the posh people come the yeah. Posh end of St. Andrews. Literally, St. Andrews Golf Course. is You open yeah, the front is, door yeah, and you're yeah. on it. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. yeah. And then, so, you know, we've obviously spoke about Nazare, we spoke about Red Bull, but another big thing happened in your life, and that was your documentary, Ride the Wave. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, premiering all this summer. It was kind of going, talking about different film mm. festivals, and then it got released to cinemas, and now it's on Amazon. Wow. But, um, no, it's... Uh, yeah, that was crazy. It seems like such a blur. The kind of few months <laughs> that that got released, it was just we were always kind of like I was cutting about doing like a few talks and stuff on yeah, stage yeah. at cinemas, and was that was like you guys were asking us if I was nervous <laughs> like doing this <laughs> today, but <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm fine, and I was wondering how it was, but it's because like going up to like stand in front of all those folk that yeah. is. That's well, you you done a great job. Yeah. I was at the premiere in Glasgow, and the film. I mean, I, I guess I'm not massively, I'm not a surf documentary fan. I guess it's not necessarily yeah. my thing. So, but when I watched that, I was actually like, this is actually really good, like a real humble family story. Because it's not yeah, it's not well. just about you. It's about the family and about your dad. And one of my favourite things in that was the um, when you went and competed in Japan when you were how old were you? I was 12. You were 12, and I think every nation that was competing was supposed to bring some... Was it some soil, or was it sand? It was sand. From so there. they could all like mix the sand together yeah. at the presentation. And I, think, I think it's almost in the opening sequences of Ride the Wave, where it's you and your dad, and you've landed in the airport, and you're driving to the beach. and you're just, But there's no context at the minute to the story. And your dad's like, does that look like sand? And he's gathering some sand up <laughs> yeah, in a yeah. little tub. And then you only realize later when they show you the opening ceremony <laughs> of the surfing <laughs> event, and it's saying, right, they've brought sand from Scotland, and he's just picked up sand from Japan on the yeah, side yeah. of the Oh, totally. It's like everybody knew as well. They were all like, that is not from Scotland. That's from here. But about, I think about like five other countries had done the same thing. So oh, right, okay. we didn't look so bad, you know. But the film was, it was really good. It was really, like I say, I know you, I know the family, but actually I learned a lot about you guys and, and your story because 
For what you do, and you grow up on an island that's full of surf, but seemingly, from what I picked up from that film, not a lot of people seem to surf, and we you were, weren't popular for it either. Yeah, well, me and my friend uh, Finn McDonald were the only two surfers on, on mm. the island, you know, and then Finn left, uh, he moved to Thurzo, and I was still there, you know. I was, yeah. It was just me, my dad, and my sisters that surfed, so only, yeah. only kind of... Local surfers at the beach, you know, but sure. it was, uh, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was a great place to grow up, Tyree. You I know, bet, like yeah. we were cruising around like from a young age on <laughs> motorbikes, and like we had loads of freedom. But it was also, it was a little hard going at times as mm-hmm. well. But um, no, you'll have to watch the documentary to find out yeah, more. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> ride the wave. You can find so, it everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I took to the, to, I for, I forgot to give them out, but I had gone into. Uh, uh, a bakery to get myself uh, a See, you, you told me this bakery and I didn't, I've never heard of it I think it's a Baines. Scottish bakery Baines never bakery. heard of Baines before I mean, Baines. I don't know if it, Baines. Baines Baines not Beans Baines Is it, well, regardless of whether it's Scottish or not I went in me and Seb uh, Surfskate Seb yeah. Surfskate Academy Seb to get some fudge and toffee donuts which are the best cakes ever for myself and they were like oh we're closing we, we get rid of them all do you want a few and I was like well I'm off to a surf premiere and they gave me a box of like 20 fudge and custard no donuts and you never shared well them. that was the plan I was going to dish them <laughs> out in the cinema in the theatre sorry in Glasgow but when we turned up everyone was there and we were straight into you know, saying hello to everyone I left them in the car the whole time so Terrible. the next day I that's some excuse that. <laughs> some excuse oh but yeah I forgot them in the car <laughs> yeah. but the thought was there so, <laughs> totally. so that's who, it who's your who's your sponsors now then who, who are all your sponsors so the cheesy toe shack yeah you got Red Bull. that one yeah <laughs> I should have said Red Bull first though but. no it's all about <laughs> the toasty shack <laughs> it's all about the toasties uh, no so Red Bull uh, O'Neill um, Duke now as well mm. and then we got Foam Life who make really good flip flops you should hit them up Mitch for a set of flip flops I'm all about the Gumbies What's off-road flip flops mate I've climbed a volcano in Tenerife and then flip flops what and the Pentlands what flip flops Gumby's flip-flops. Never heard of them. They're class, mate. They're not as good as foam life. Off-road flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> you could um, go down a 60-footer at Nazari in a set of Gumby's. That's how good they are. Right. Yeah. right. We've got a guy on who's telling us about his sponsors, and then you're arguing about his sponsors. It's my sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, to be honest, I know I'm not going to win the argument yeah. much about the sponsors. <laughs> I mean, I've never I saw a man that's so good to his sponsors <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, the only way you'd like your documentary more would be if he was in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> he was gutted that I didn't ask him a question as well because you're, you're doing a question session. Was I was like, sure Mitch was going to be the first man to have his hand up. I was like, I can't take it away. This is your moment. Uh, that's what it was. Right, but I had I some stupid questions in my head that I would have asked. Nothing uh, to do with surfing. Nothing to do with your I life. Saw one of my mates stick their hands up. I was just like, uh, anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just like, this me? is going to be something super stupid. <laughs> oh. What about your boards? Are you squared away with a board sponsor these days or? So I've been with the same company since I was really young now. Like, I don't know, probably eight or something. Okay. And I've JFB. So it's a local guy from Lanzaroy where I, where oh, I right, spend okay, my yeah, winters. Yeah. And um, he's helped us out with boards since, yeah, oh, a really pretty nice. young age. So 
Uh, I'm still with him now, but I think I'm going to be signing with Euroglass uh, sometime soon, yeah. which is quite exciting. That is exciting. So, yeah. I heard uh, that. I was pretty glad to be leaving your eye. No, of course, who, yeah. Who, like, he makes amazing boards, you know. I love his boards. But, um, yeah, it's... I, the demand for boards is getting kind of so, yeah. higher and higher, and I <laughs> yeah. don't want to like put all the pressure on him. So yeah, no, fair I think uh, yeah, and um, on, switching over to Euroglass, which is great. You know the guys there are so oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And um, no, I'm looking forward to working with them actually. And what was the other one? Your vest tops? Who were they? Blue Soup. Blue Soup. Also Blue Soup. another great sponsor. Um, yeah, they they've been helping us out since I was like 14. Since I surfed Mali, they yeah. They sent us a vest when I was going to Mali, which was really nice, and they've supported us till right, now. Right, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, so, last time you were on, we asked that question of what's the best wave you've ever caught and what's your worst wipeout. Has that changed? Um, no, because I've missed the whole season. Maybe it would have changed, but it's uh, well, still, you had, you still the same waves, I think. I don't know. You hadn't surfed. Isn't is Nazare not up? Yeah, in you the hadn't. Best? Oh, Nazare, yeah, yeah, Nazare, yeah, that's Nazare. right. I hadn't it. surfed Nazare. No. Okay. Oh, my best wave. I think it was still, maybe it was still the one in Mali. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that was such, I, re- the, that I was remember the, the one shot, from Mali so clearly. Like, I remember when I first. That was the first, first big, big wave. It, though, it was the it? first time I'd ever stood on a tow board in my life. Yeah. It was like, I remember looking back at the wave just as I'd like let go of the rope and just being like, oh my God, I can still picture it now. It was yeah. like, it was just huge. Well, that, that photo but, probably without realizing it, that cover shot, um, that photo probably opened more doors than you realize. And thinking about it now, because when we had that conversation about what you wanted to do with your future and you mentioned Nick Von Rupp being your sort of, your, your hero in big wave surfing and I went away and had a chat with Nick. What cover shot was this? You, was it not on cars that one in Mully? It was on the front of something, wasn't it? Mm-mm. There was a photo of that somewhere when you saw. I had one. no photos of Mully that day. Where I had that? one video, but no, no, it never. There was a photo th- of you charging something massive. No, there was a video of the Mully one. And oh yeah, Carf Carf Mag did put Steve yeah, was, put on the. It yeah, wasn't it was on, on the yeah. magazine. It was on his was, Instagram page. Right, so that went. So when I spoke to Nick about you, that was the photo I sent. Oh, really? So that, yeah, because I was like, it wasn't just a check out this. Here's someone else wants to surf Nazare. I was like, this is Maybe I had one photo. There was a, a photo. A very blurry photo, I think. I might have been, can't remember. There was, was definitely so a photo, but okay. I think that, I, I think that, I mean, talent, obviously, in abundance, you were always going to get there. But I think that photo probably done more than, than you realize. Yeah, like maybe. some door opening, but what, what, I mean, what a moment. Yeah. Like, that's something totally, else. It was good. So, um, it was uh, so no, Molly's but I think it's still the way if I remember the most. Uh, I remember like when I came off of it, I was just like it was pure like stoke. I was just that. Yeah. I remember all the boys were mm-hmm. on the skis in the channel as well, and they were so sound. All the Irish guys, yeah, Pete right. Conroy and what Dylan Starr, <laughs> Peter Conroy guy. is a great guy. You've had him on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. He's a, I, yeah. yeah. I'd love to go in, to Ireland just to see him because he was. Literally, I, I think if we'd just let him go, is it would have been the bluest podcast that's ever been recorded on earth. It was just every other word was a swear word. He was amazing. <laughs> wait till Uncle Sam gets on that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait till my dad gets a shot. Of that. <laughs> so, what have you got coming up? Oh, what was the uh, what was the worst? Is, is oh, the, the Nazare yeah. one now the worst? Oh, the worst one was the Nazare one for sure. That was the worst wipeout I ever got. Yeah. Well, did that, was and, uh, that a real sort of 
a reality check moment or yeah that was a real like yeah i don't know it was it wasn't a reality check but i just remember thinking oh this is the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible I, th- I think the way you described it when i saw you at the wave i went oh man that looks nasty and you went yeah, it wasn't fucking pleasant. <laughs> it was something like that. It was something. It was, it was honestly, literally yeah. those. It wasn't the best feeling in the world, uh, or so yeah. I can't remember what it was. But I was like, yeah. I've never like been it. in a car crash, but I'm pretty sure that's how it feels. It was like that. The impact was. Ah, oh, yeah. I remember holding my breath, and then as soon as I hit the water, my breath was just gone. Oh, and I was that's, just like, I mean, oh no! That's something you don't think about because you do all this work on like breath hold and well, stuff like everyone that. Everyone else does. Like, <laughs> every, like hey, people are going to surf those waves. Do like, oh, you know, you can hold your breath for four minutes, for five minutes, however long. But holding your breath and being hit by something like that, you you'll, mm. you, do, you can't train for that. Yeah, yeah. You can't like, go, right, hold your breath, I'm going to like whack you in the stomach or something like that. You're just like trying to brace. It's just like tense your core. <laughs> How long do you think you can hold your breath for without training? And I'm curious. Go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just sit here for seven minutes in silence. Not been I don't think podcast. it's going to be anything like <laughs> that sort of land. Do you know what? I, I don't... Uh, I don't really want to find out anymore because just in case it's oh, like case it 40 seconds or something. <laughs> but no, yeah. it used to be like, I, the most I ever done was four minutes, Bloody which hell. is, uh, or it was like four and a half or something. Yeah. But that was a while ago. That was a couple of years ago. And I've never actually, I've never tried it since, but I, I always, it's not really so much like how long you can hold your breath for. It's like anybody can hold their breath for five minutes if they have to. All you have to do is stay calm. It's yeah. like completely in <laughs> See, the mind. The Honestly, more people, bitch, the more people we like speak to, the more we hear this. Like it's yeah. it's doable. So you saying doable. this show should surf Nazare just just to test? No, this you should surf Nazare, <laughs> and I should film it. I would, but I'm busy that day. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not got, interested at but yeah, all. So Heavy <laughs> schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what what is next for you then? What what's how, what's the future? Well, um, I'm not sure. I, I had lots of plans this this season and uh i'm working with sam sam howard and antoine i don't know what antoine's second name is actually Fiori, but <laughs> i think something like that yeah but they're two lovely guys and uh i'm working on a series with them and uh yeah so we're gonna do we've done one of the episodes with nathan we've got one ready to put out of kind of me at home and tyree nice and then we were supposed to be doing a nazare one but that uh, couldn't be done in the end. So, but I've booked flights to Indonesia for May till the nice. end of June. So we're going to do one in Indo. Oh, is that going to potentially be your first surf back then, is it? It will, no, not quite. I'll, I'll have my first surf back in hopefully five weeks. All oh, right, okay. Well. So, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's, I'm working on the series with them. And then I'm kind of just working towards next winter again. Just like want to, push it as hard as I can at Nazare yeah. and uh, maybe go to Hawaii <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I'd, well, I've, I've got lots of plans. I've well, got all written down, but yeah. I, sometimes I forget what, yeah. what I even do. Write it on the like, inside of your cap. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I mean, like, since last time you came on, it's been amazing to watch, like, just where you've gone and, like, mm. 
the you know how good it is. This is oh, what the UK geez. surf show does for you. You come on, and then you it just takes you off like that after. <laughs> no, nothing, you know, none of your own effort. Yeah, or anything cheers like for that. the promotion, guys. Yeah, it, was just, <laughs> it was just all the podcast that did it. But no, just honestly, seeing where you've gone and what you've done and what you've achieved since you came on last time, and you're like, it feels like. You were this little kid with dreams that came on and he was like, oh, this is what I want to do and blah, blah, blah. And then you've just gone off and just like mm. flown. It's been amazing I need to a watch. set new dreams now. Of, ah, like, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've achieved them too early. <laughs> like, <what's> <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back and get new ones again. <laughs> you come back in five years, you just be like a fat alcoholic. Like, <laughs> I used to be good. If this doesn't sum your journey up over the, I guess, I mean, you know, I guess from the outside looking in, it's a short time, but it's not a short time for you because it's your whole life that's led to this. But when the golf was on, when Kelly Slater was here and winning at golf in St. Andrews for the Pro-Am, Kelly came to the Toasty Shack, Sam's Toasty Shack, looking for you because he wanted to say hello. Yeah, you're on the wind-up. That's it. No, I'd, um, I'd love to meet Kelly, but... No, nah, I heard he did. I was told he came looking for you. Nah. Is that not I know you're lying, Mitch. You're not, you're not tricking us. There's no way. <laughs> Did you tell me that, Sam? So I'm sure some, I'm sure he came to the Toasty Shack looking nah, for Nah, there's no way. I went looking for him, maybe. You were in the wave. <laughs> you were at that comp. It'll when just be Suds. Some some other bald guy that looks like some Kelly. Some other bald guy. <laughs> 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 well. no, Kelly Slater is a guy that I've... I don't know. I always seem to like... He's been a few places similar to... Like, what... Like, he's always like kind of dotted about like and mm. he's been here in St Andrews in the same week that I've been here and I've been supposed to meet he was playing golf with a guy called Belly who was right who owns Euroglass yeah, yeah okay. and I was supposed to be meeting him here but then I ended up I being mean, busy and he, he's just someone that I never seemed to meet Kelly Slater so but I was I, trying to he's my total idol I was <laughs> like I, I, I want to meet him. I was trying to big you up as to how far you've come and Kelly was coming looking for you and you said no. So what you should have said was that I was hiding from Kelly who was yeah, trying yeah. to find me. <laughs> I know, totally. <laughs> I gave yeah. enough autographs that day. I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't stomach another one. Well, Ben, man, we, we genuinely, uh, you know, reiterate what Pete said. It's been amazing seeing your journey and, you know, not just representing Scotland, yourself, the family, but all the UK surfing. It's not many people, especially at the age you started doing that at across the globe doing what you're doing and i can't wait to just keep watching and, and see where it goes so ah, cheers guys man if you want to tell people where they can find you check you out on the social media of which you're now stepping up the social yeah, media game i did notice he now <laughs> posts on social media a bit more yeah yeah i know totally I, my social media it used to be like one post every two years and then now i'm like starting again like he's going to like one every six months <laughs> it's like, i'm trying out my game a wee bit but um Nah, one day I'll be like Mitch on social oh, media, up and there, 20,000 20, followers. Oh, you'll be there in no time, mate. One day I'll be there like you and can't surf. <laughs> That's <laughs> never going to happen for me. <laughs> so where can people find you? Uh, my Instagram's Ben Larg. Uh, I don't think I have a Facebook page. Maybe I do. But no one uses Instagram's Facebook. Ben Larg and... About the only place you can find me, I think, or you could watch my documentary on Amazon. Go, yeah. yeah, ride the wave. It's definitely worth ride a check the wave. Out. Or yeah, if yeah. you want to contact him, his number is 07. <laughs> 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 is there enough people that watch? How many views did the last 
won't get the, the oh, last you couldn't wait uh, to bring that up podcast. then could you, you gave him that yeah, 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 no, it was, was it more than Mitch's yeah, it was, it was it actually was. a lot more than Mitch's yeah oh, it's three people <laughs> Mitch will have this on repeat tonight every time I see this episode when it comes out on Instagram I'm going to report it <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it's actually one of the most listened to episodes I think so yeah it's uh, thanks for coming on and uh, yeah well, Thanks for being I here. I hope this one does all right. As <laughs> yeah. Well. yeah. And also, I'm still jealous of the hair. Uh, you know, I'm coming out of the army. I decided I was growing my hair, and I was growing it. That was literally the plan, was grow it like Ben Lark. And the other day, I just, I couldn't deal with the sides being long, because I look like you get used to it, man. Terry Wogan. It's just like, you go get the hair flick sorted out, and then it'll I be fine. You just, it's just like flick. the surfer, <laughs> surfer flick. Yeah. Happy days. Um, I shaved all mine off, so mine was down to my back, because like, and then I shaved it all off and regretted really? it instantly, yeah. Yeah, it was like, I've got a photo, it was like down there. Oh, when you were at the wave, it must have been that long, that yeah, first it was, time? it was quite long. When I saw you at the wave, it would have been long, but it was like, yeah. Pete, he doesn't even remember meeting you at the wave. Of course he does. He was like, <laughs> of course he does. He's a psycho. He's like, I saw Pete, I've met another one of my idols. Kelly, I was going to meet Kelly Slater, but Pete was there, so I went to <laughs> meet him. Do you know him. what? I was actually really interested to meet Pete. I talked to him on the podcast, and mm. then I was just like, these yeah, guys you seem said there sound. was. I'm actually sound, keen yeah. to meet these guys, and then I just bumped into you. Yeah, and you're disappointed immediately. And you said like <laughs> he was with that guy that seemed really nice, but now he's with some right idiot that he does a podcast uh, yeah, with no, now. Totally. So yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. It? So it goes. Downgrades. Uh, <laughs> right. But anyway, we're just, episode we're just 29. Make yeah. sure you listen yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, no one's listened to it. Right. Cheers for coming on, Ben. Man. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Cheers, guys, and uh, thanks for having us back. Pleasure. Oh, Ben, thank you so much for being on. Always a pleasure to catch up. Yeah, and I mean, where'd you start with what he's done in the last, like, <laughs> what, year and a half? Like, I mean, well, you've got to start with Nasre, really, haven't you? Or do well, you start with Red Bull? Well, let's, let's start with... Or do you start with, with his documentary? <laughs> <laughs> let's start with Nasre, but not the surfing bit. Yeah. A load of adult men, 40-year-old, 30-year-old men, pinning down a kid. Well, he's not a kid, but, yeah. you know, a young a young adult. Um and kicking fuck out of a kid. And then using the excuse we didn't know he was a Red Bull surfer. That's what normal people are all right though. Yeah, just but it's normal straight people. Up fine if you're not a Red Bull. So if you're a monster rider, yeah. it's get it's fair game. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And to be to to get that close, like he, obviously he was already surfing Nazare. Yeah. The Red Bull things come along, which we'll chat about in a minute. But you're that close, you're there, you've signed the line, you're about to surf. You go out on a tiny day of practice and airs that Lucas Jumbo taught you. Yeah. And then that happens and then suddenly you're like, I can't surf now for... He missed the whole season. Yeah. That's devastating. That, that must be pretty hard in your own mind. Yeah. It's just... I, you, I just don't even know. It doesn't need to happen, does it? Stuff like that. It's just... No. There's no need for it. Like, There's no need for any of the like localism stuff, really. It's like... Yeah, you may live there, but you don't fucking own the place you know no not it? at all not unless, at all. You, unless you're on a private beach and you own that private beach and you own mm. the ocean and it's not like he was even it. cutting about being yeah. some you know total like inconsiderate taking waves yeah kind of yeah. person so pretty shocking but anyway you know it's by the by you'll be back in the water in what five weeks I think or so yeah. Yeah. or maybe hopefully in a couple of weeks by the time this is out yeah and uh, well he yeah. said like that brings us on to the next bit Red Bull Red Bull he said they've been super supportive through the whole Whole so thing supportive. And, and how nice is that to, to hear? Uh, you know, 
I, all my friends aren't Red Bull riders, funnily enough. <laughs> aren't they? Oh, mine are. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, although you might see these guys and girls on social media, like you don't, because people get injured, that's, that's yeah. part and parcel, but you don't get to see the inside knowledge. So yeah. it, it's it's actually really nice to hear how supportive Red Bull are yeah. for Ben. And, you know, it's not just a case of, well, you need to go fix yourself. They're full on putting him into a plan and a program yeah. to get back to where he needs to be, which I guess, you know, Ben's an investment for Red Bull as much as it is vice versa. Yeah, and he's, uh, his hat was a bit different, wasn't it? His hat was, I mean, I, I, I was like dying to see the Red Bull hat and I thought it would just be like every other Red Bull hat I've seen when, yeah. I don't know, people have just bought one from it's a not. corner shop. It's not, it's a proper Red Bull hat. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's built different. Like, like, do you want to try it on? I was like, I'm not worthy. I wouldn't actually yeah. want to put it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, and I mean, like on that Red Bull Nazare thing, like, I'm surprised his dad's still not passing out in Nazareth. I mean, Marty must be getting... I mean, if, if if he's not passing out or he's not getting used to him surfing Nazareth, like he's never... He's got no hope. He's, he's done now. He's over it. it. He's, yeah, over he's over it. it. I do like that whole... Oh, I wasn't going to... Like when he came on last time. Yeah, well, I just went out to look at Mully and I was just like... I just went on one. And he said the exact same thing about Nazareth. I just went on one. He's got an issue there. Yeah. And he's just happy to send it. Which is, which is, to be fair, that's why he's at where he's at. Yeah. If yeah. you don't go, you don't know. And that wipeout, man, if he can, if he sends us the footage that we could overlay mm. on that, it's just... Oh. It's savage. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine putting myself in that position. Never mind no. actually putting myself in that position. Yeah. Like just another level. And the thing is with Ben is that Ben... Yes, I made the connection with Nick Von Rock, uh, Nick Von Rock, sorry for Ben, but you you can't hide talent and bollocks, no. and he's clearly got it in abundance. He was always going to be there. Yeah. It was always going to come from. And for me, if I made that connection happen, and it happened one day earlier than it would have in his life, that's amazing to have been partner of yeah. that and to help a mate and a, and a you know a family that I'm friends with is it's it's honestly it's a, an absolute pleasure. Yeah. So I do have an invested interest. Yeah. Like, and I feel I felt guilty the first time I saw Ben surfing. I was like, oh shit, I'm actually partly responsible for some of this. And yeah. actually, his mum and and Iona and his dad Marty. They did come to me at the premiere of the, uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but at the premiere of Ben's life story, we're like really thankful that what you've done. And yeah. I was like, oh, I hope you're not going to have a go at me because I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm so happy it went well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's premiere as well. Ride the wave. Ride the wave. Genuinely, I, I'm not a, a surf documentary type of person and I guess that's because yeah. I didn't grow up surfing. It's only been for what, nine years I think we've established. So next year I can surf. Yeah. Um, so debatable. you know, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> um, so you know, with Ben, uh, th- there'll be these global names in surfing who I know who they are because I know the names. Yeah, I've heard them all the time. But like Andy Irons, good example. Yeah. I knew the name, but I had no idea who he was until about two or three years ago. Until I watched the documentary, yeah. out of curiosity. And if you're not round it and grew up with it, why would you? Yeah. Um. But and, and that was a great documentary. Don't get me wrong. But so yeah, maybe an invested interest with Ben. But at the same time. It's a genuinely fantastic insight, you know, to to how somebody goes from, you know, living on this little island off the coast of Scotland, Tyree. Yeah. We, I think we said, what, 700 people on it in total, and they leave for the winter. Everybody leaves and puts down tools and leaves. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, an island that's full of surf and nobody surfs. Yeah. And he was getting bullied for surfing. Like, fucking arseholes. Like, yeah. You know, and, and I wonder if that's what makes somebody progress to the level 
They've got to. I mean, I got bullied at school. Not enough, obviously. It's <laughs> not, not pushed me to do anything like it's like Ben's doing. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I'm fucking reaching out to anyone if they know them. I want to know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> what, what they're doing now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Their life, because he's gone on and taken that, and and it shouldn't have to be that way. Yeah. But yeah, the documentary is absolutely worth a watch right away. I think it's yeah. fantastic. You got a load of donuts to share, didn't you? Documentary I donuts. They gave me. Uh, I mean. You have done nothing this week, or we have done nothing this week, but eat custard and toffee donuts. They're not bad. Fudge donuts. They're not bad. I, I think they're the best cake you can buy. And they gave me this whole box of them, and I had them in the boot. But when we parked up outside the theatre in Glasgow, it was just so nice to catch up with everyone I hadn't seen for ages. I, I, the plan was to take them in, and yeah. during questions, Mac, so Ben mentioned he was gutted that I didn't ask a question, but I, I, I was doing my best to not make it about me. Yeah. But the thing was, I was going to go in with the donuts and just stand up. Say to anyone, want a donut? Yeah. That was a thing, and, complete, and that was the point where I was like, I don't have the bloody donuts that are in yeah. the car. And I ate them all. <laughs> it was like 15. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. But yeah. I mean, yeah, thanks a lot to Ben for coming on. Yeah. I mean, it's great to catch up with him and see what he's done since we last spoke to him. Yeah. And that. We we really look forward to seeing your onward journey, Ben, and see where you take it, and, and especially just getting straight back in and hit the ground running. Yeah, like we don't need to give you the advice on what to do, but he's. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't need he it. He doesn't need it. Not from us anyway. <laughs> not from us, no. But yeah, you're always going to have massive fans, Ben, from the UK surf show and the listeners. So yeah, uh, yeah, man, wish you luck. Yeah, and um, so we've still got a few new key episodes to come out. Mm. And mix it in with some Scotland episodes. I think the next well, next one will be yep. a rundown of the Scotland trip, like yep. we did with the Nuki trip. And then we've got Nuki in Scotland and mm. other things in there that we've got to get done yeah. as well. Actually, people that we uh, didn't get to speak to that we were meant to speak to. And yeah, yeah. We had a surprise one today, didn't we? Last well, we did minute. have a surprise yeah, one, but you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out about that. Definitely. Thanks to sponsors of the show, Surface. That's S R F A C E. Head over to Surface Wetsuits. And you will get 10% off anything you order by using the discount code UKSurfShow22. And if you want to get uh, 50% off the annual edition of the Adrenaline Athlete Training Program, which is a strength and conditioning program designed specifically um, with surfing in mind, and this is a home program or a gym version of the program, uh, I have used the program for the last year and I swear by it. If you want to use the home edition uh, on the Adrenaline Athlete website, use the discount code SURF. Home 50 and if you want to use the gym edition it is surf gym 50 and that is 50% off the annual membership so see you later cheers